0: So right off the bat, this is this is such a special episode to me.
1: <laughs> hmm, because it's episode one thirty-eight. Uh, okay, for two reasons, it's <laughs> such a
0: special episode to me.
1: Okay, okay, lay it out.
0: Uh, this is such a unique episode for me. So typically, we sit down and we 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 watch a movie separately Mm -hmm. and then we sit down in front of our microphones uh, separately. Mm -hmm. And then we answer one question,
1: Mm. which is,
0: which is typically some variation on the question. Is this a good movie? Right. Is this a movie we like? Do we enjoy this movie? Um, But this time, this time that wasn't the question i was answering this time i was answering the question does this movie hold up (laughs) is this movie what i know it was at one point Hmm. um the 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 worldwide cultural phenomena for for kids um and the younger generation and 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 merchandising and and all of these things Mm -hmm. um is it still
1: that wow and uh yeah so it was fun it was a it was was different interesting uh so there's a lot riding on this episode is what you're saying i will quit the show
0: if (laughs) if it doesn't if this episode doesn't go the way it should
1: well on that note welcome to the movie men podcast everyone i'm brady the man on the windowsill over there sorry i'm not brady i'm peter (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> did i just say that wow i'm peter uh, the last time i checked anyway and, are the man, you, uh, <laughs> and the man are you, on th- are, you ex- are you externalizing some desires some <laughs> yeah. fantasies what's and the man on the window sill deciding to jump or not is brady i think i've got that right uh. yeah um yeah so we're the movie. i'm, I'm- I'm currently suffering
0: from identity crisis now. I don't actually know who I am anymore. I thought I knew going into it, but you,
1: I've you've muddied, got me turned around. I've muddied the waters. Uh, we're the Movie Men Podcast. Thank you for joining us. Uh, as you can tell by the episode notes, this is 2001 in film, where we had a vote. It was the second year that we're second episode that we devoted to the year 2001. There's just so many films that were jam-packed into that year that we said let's have two votes for it. Let's let's uh let's open up the floodgates a bit and spy kids won the vote beat out atlantis beat out princess bride beat out bridget jones's diary and um yeah it sounds like it was a good thing that it did because it it sounds like we need to come full circle for brady's brady's um kind of childhood seeing how films pan out i'm gonna i'm gonna
0: off the record here um it now feels as as good a time as any to disclose this. there's mm. probably going to be a reoccurring thing moving forward this mm. whole doubling up on uh, right doubling up on the a year thing just because sure. like it's so it's so good now. it's like hmm. w- up until this point, we've gone back through them, and like especially in the teen years, like the twenty tens uh. There was like there was some years there was like slim picking.
1: Like, <laughs> it was pretty. It was,
0: yeah. I mean, it is. Sometimes it was less about what movie do I think we should do, and it was like which two do I not mind doing.
1: <laughs> or it was more like he made a list, and you're like, okay, let's let's categorize them on like how the least we want to do, and not choose that one. And yeah, it's kind of like damage control. Sure. Yeah, but now like and I don't know, I don't know if this
0: is just because like you know, we're, we're we're in the years of our childhood now. Like I don't know, I don't know if that's it or what it is. Um but it's like it's all it's so good. Like I'm I'm looking at the the the, the movies that have come out in any given year and it's it's there's just too many. There's too many to just pick four options for people to vote from.
1: Yeah, I, it's something I've been kind of questioning myself too because I think, I'm curious, is it a nostalgia factor? Is it these years that we're getting into now or just plain and simple jam-packed with good films? Or is it just that like, these films have had enough time to breathe that maybe the films that from where we're sitting right now, like from within the last five or ten years, maybe just given more time audiences will have more appreciation for them or more um openness to them so i'm wondering you know there it's hard to know which of these three things it could be none of the three it could be something else i'm not mentioning but i'm it is just a curious question what's leading us to feel this way and it could be a lot of different factors well that's
0: it folks you've heard it directly from pete's mouth <laughs> More time is all, just some room to breathe <laughs> is what Cats needs. And once Cats oh. has has a chance to <laughs> ferment a yeah. little bit, it will be, uh, we'll, we'll appreciate it more.
1: You know, it's, um, yeah, it needs a lot more than time, I'll say that, but yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's my kids. Should we get into it? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Yeah. Have you got trivia? Uh, Kind of. It's not in a question form. It's more just like, I want to relay something to you. Sure, okay. Okay. Um, and before we get into it, I'm just going to uh, say something in a cryptic code that only you will understand. We're good from an equipment perspective.
0: Okay. That's... A question. That's good to... Kn-
1: N- no, I'm asking you.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect, perfect. Okay,
1: so... Yeah. Are you... T- I feel well,
0: like... <laughs> Like I feel, I feel to the uninitiated, you could be asking me about like my groin with that.
1: <laughs> You'd be like,
0: "Are you?" No, no, no. It's, equipment is good. No, 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 no. It's podcast related, completely
1: podcast. This is an episode
0: about a children's movie? Micro
1: sir? microphones, recording gear. That is what it was in reference to. To be clear. Okay. Oh yeah. Well, you call it whatever you want. Yeah. So, Spy Kids. <laughs> okay, so the, the trivia I've got for you is actually not Spy Kid related because I couldn't find any good nuggets on, ooh, you know, Spy Kid specific. So it's related to 2001 in the film industry. Um, The two things that I just thought were interesting, the one I think I, I borderline didn't want to tell you because I think it might just bring up some past memories that kind of might be a little too raw for you that really kind of might just ruin your day but i'm going to share it anyway i think i think it's tied time it's a dead time to breathe and i think it's time to just bring it up again but 2001 in the film industry marked uh the divorce of tom cruise and nicole kidman <sighs> yeah and you being such a tom cruise fan i just was i was a little little nervous to bring that up just cuz i know it's a little too soon it's only been 20 years so it's um yeah that's uh
0: <laughs> I, th- I mean I ugh. it's just you know when you have a favorite celebrity um and you know someone who you see up on the screen and you just have a world of admiration and respect and just general awe for them um it's really it's hard to see them go through something rough Mm. Uh, and that's why my heart goes out to Nicole Kidman um, <laughs> having had to be married like that <laughs> I can't uh <laughs> I mean there just there aren't words
1: <coughs> uh, yeah interesting I very true um the only so the other tidbit that I wanted to mention of interest of note uh Shrek Shrek came out in 2001. And uh you know Shrek is very popular and uh speaking think, of yeah speaking of taking the world by
0: storm <laughs> Uh Shrek yeah. was like everywhere and every, every every like didn't matter where you go or what you did there was some sort of Shrek themed something
1: Yes and you know I think it marked a milestone in the film industry for that genre of something that really appealed to kids to the children at the time but also to the parents that took the kids to the movie so i think it was a very popular movie and for good reason but regardless um it was not only popular among audiences it won an oscar in 2001 and it won the first of its kind so it was the inaugural year for best animated feature film and shrek won it so that's kind of a neat uh neat fact and uh that happened i'm
0: curious i I, i would be curious to know if it was like um you know, if it was like they were they were planning on adding that anyways, or they were like
1: mm. oh, we
0: need we need some sort of representation for this movie at the Oscars. It's Oscar worthy. Hmm. We just don't have a category for it, so let's, yeah. let's create
1: a new one. That's interesting. Yeah, I don't know the answer to that as far as timelines which came first, but yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. Cool. So spy kids. Yeah. So, I mean, I've got some
0: interesting things to talk about, some fun things to say. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you know? So, f- a fun. Okay. So, fun cast. Um, some bigger names in this cast Antonio Banderas. Yes. Um, George Clooney. Yes. In a bl- blink and you miss him kind of role. Yeah. Um, Danny Tr- Trey. I never know how to say it, but the guy that plays Uncle. Uncle mm-hmm. Machetti. Yep. Uh, um. Uh, uh. Cheech Marin. Yes. Plays Uncle Felix. Hmm. Um. Alan Cummings plays Floop. Hmm. Uh. What's his face? The guy that played um, the T one thousand in Terminator two. He plays Johnny Cash's dad in um. Oh. In walk the line he's in it as like the like right. the buyer of the right the, you know yep stuff there's just so many there's so many so many wonderful you know talents in this
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh yeah so. can i can i ask a question and i i, I yeah. did a bit of like digging and i think it's more of an issue with google that threw me off it's not an issue with the film but i when i was watching it and then when i looked at the cast list a simple like a simple google search and I had the same experience as you did just describing like all these famous actors coming in and I kept scrolling and scrolling and waiting to get past like all the names of the that I could recognize and I saw like George Clooney, Antonio Banderas, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. And then something about the Google search just like brought up all these names that they were associated with a character who I didn't recognize and like Jessica Alba was listed, Steve Buscemi was listed. Sylvester Stallone, Bill Paxton, Ricky Gervais, Elijah Wood, like all these actors who had like character names associated with them. And I literally, this Google search just tripped me out because I was like, okay, are they, is this a mistake? Is, were they one of the thumbs walking around as a cameo? Like I honestly was so blown away. So I'm thinking it's a Google mistake, but I'm clueless.
0: It's, 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 it's kind of a Google mistake. It's also a little bit of user error. Mm. Um, and so what you did was, yeah, you did a Google search, and then you just looked at the names that kind of, in that, like, scroll side-to-side menu that kind of pops up. That's sure. what you looked at? Yep. Okay. Uh, always always stick with IMDb um, or right. Wikipedia or something, because what will happen is it will show you related things. So... Um, like google google will if you're if you're Mm. googling it it'll kind of show you the most relevant things and then it'll start showing you things that are still relevant um but maybe not exactly what you were searching for Hmm. so steve buscemi is in the sequel um sylvester stallone elijah wood are in the third one jessica alba is in the fourth one Gotcha. Uh, I don't know about Ricky Gervais. I get he must be in the fourth one because that's the one I haven't seen, sure. and I don't, I don't remember him in any of them. Mm. Um, but uh, as far as I know, I, I aside from Ricky Gervais, I can confirm that all of those names are Spy Kids adjacent, related. Gotcha. Um, just gotcha. not necessarily the first one.
1: That okay, that kind of that kinda makes sense then. Cause yeah, I was going to IMDB to kind of confirm this and none of those names showed up, so I was like, okay. Right, yeah, what's, yeah, yeah, What's missing here? But yeah, that completely fills in those blanks. Okay. Yeah. But regardless so even had you without those names, star started. Had you seen this film before? Yeah, you know, I don't know. I've seen a spy what? kids <laughs> Oh, what? I've seen a spy kids film on a plane. Okay. On a plane. And Uh I'm pretty sure it was this one because there were just some scenes and some moments that kind of turned, rung a bell a little bit. But I obviously did not remember the vast majority of it. Okay, so several questions. Did you not
0: eat cereal growing up? I I did. Because in a time where and this is something i kind of wanted to talk about so spike i mean Spike kids was huge there were mcdonald's mm. happy meal toys there was there was right. everything because it was so cool it was so marketable it was it was what kid didn't want to be carmen or juni like right it was this just so cool that was the dream right that was it was such a a fun world fantasy to be in um and so one of the one of the ways that I, we had at least three copies of this movie because back oh, in the day where you would get DVDs in oh, cereal boxes and yes. computer games in cereal boxes. Yep. uh Spy Kids was one of them. Which gotcha. I was thinking about earlier today in preparation for this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, brilliant piece of marketing.
1: Hmm. How so, how so, like, I agree with you, but just expand.
0: Because it didn't cost anything. And if people are going to be buying Cheerios anyways, mm. why not get this movie into their house? Sure, you're not selling them a movie, mm-hmm. but the fact that they have the, this movie in their house and the parents are going to throw it on for their kids, now you can start selling your toys. Mm. Now you can start selling your shirts. Now you mm. can sell the sequel.
1: Right. Interesting. Right? right.
0: And so, and it's so fascinating to me that like... Um, yeah just wondering if like if that is if that tactic is a large portion of this film's success hmm. um and furthermore interesting that they don't do this anymore um right because they don't you don't get movies or computer games in boxes anymore which is bizarre to me. So I was thinking about that. I was like, "Oh, we don't do that anymore." And then I was like, "Why the hell not? We live, it's easy, it's easier now than ever. Instead of including a friggin' DVD in the front of the cereal box, yeah. just say that there's a code for a digital download inside." Right. Like yeah. it's it's never been, printed. it, print it on the inside <laughs> of the box. You don't actually have to even include another piece of cardboard or another piece of paper. It's right. never been this easy to give away entertainment digital entertainment in a flipping cereal box and yet we've all just cheaped out nobody does it and it's like oh well okay well yeah but you know what would you like movies that like what movies are you going to give away and stuff man and it's like <laughs> well the movies that we had back in the day were it was you know you weren't getting it wasn't like you were getting the new toby maguire spider-man mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in a in a thing Right, so I mean, there's all kinds of movies that are coming out now that you could like a friggin' Peter Rabbit and stuff. Like, put sure. that stuff in a, <laughs>
1: put that in a cereal box for the kids. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, with the, yeah, you could just slap a QR code on there and just kind of just yeah, it wouldn't yeah, exactly, it would be so easy. And from a marketing perspective, so anyways, yeah, you've 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 hit a nail on the head there. I find
0: it very fascinating. Yeah, so I mean, I guess you wouldn't have known you wouldn't have known that those people were in the other films in the series, then. and and mm-hmm. I find it really interesting um, that yeah that you you aren't familiar with this franchise, and no. I don't know if I was familiar with it prior to getting it in a cereal box. Like I don't know mm. which came first. Sure. Um I definitely like I wouldn't have gone and seen it in the theater. So yeah, it must it, that must have been what it was. It was a big thing, though. Um, I mean the franchise continued obviously and the third one spy kids 3d was a really big deal because i don't Mm. like i don't know what year it came out it would have been early 2000s sure um but this was one this spy kids 3d was one of the movies that when you went and rented it at so not all of the scenes so spy kids 3d game over it was called and it's it's circles around um The idea that there's this new game, video game that's being released and you can like, it's almost like a VR game, almost like a Ready Player One situation where you end up like in the game, but like people are getting trapped in the game and it's this whole evil scheme and so Junie has to go and Carmen is missing, so Junie has to go into the game and stuff. And and when you're in the game, everything's in 3D. Oh, shoot. So, so... This was a this was a movie back in the day where when you went to your video store to rent a movie they would give you your DVD copy of Spy oh. Kids 3D and then hand you your 3D glasses so you could watch it in 3D when you got home. Sure. Oh, I remember. And so that those. was that was a, a big like industry like stepping stone it was a mi- a milestone in the industry for sure right but um so yeah really interesting i guess that you don't you don't know about this film I- in like a nostalgic or in like a super familiar way um one other thing one other tidbit i'll give you here then yeah um so directed by robert rodriguez yes um who also who who's who's directed a bunch of films you may know. Mm-hmm. Um, he's done all of the Spy Kids movies. Right. Um, he's done Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Or not Hollywood. <laughs> Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Mexico, yeah, okay. Yep. Uh, so, okay, so like again... So it's like a, you know, Mexican- yeah. Latino theme. Yeah. Um, and then he did a movie with the Danny Trejo, Tre tra- whatever, um, called... Machete and uh, Machete and Machete Kills or something. Yes, Um, I've heard of it. (laughs) Okay, so yeah. So he's kind of like the whole Pixar thing, which Pixar has recently come out and said, sorry, that's actually bogus. We don't, that's not, you know, good for you guys, but it's not true. Um, All of Robert Robert Rodriguez, why am I struggling here? (sighs) All of his films loosely take place in the same universe oh okay Um, and it's just interesting because so you have this character in the machete and machete kills movies um, who um, who's played by the same guy who plays machete uncle machete and spy kids
1: right and that did raise an eyebrow
0: and it's not a I don't know if it's officially the same character. It's kind of hinted at that maybe it's loosely the same character. Hmm. Um, but then it's just very interesting because, you know, like I had you watch Once Upon a Time in Mexico, right?
1: Right. Very, very interesting watch. Very interesting. Right.
0: N- not a kid's movie. A, no. A big departure in tone from something like Spy Kids. Oh, well, yeah. Well, similarly, like in the first Machete movie... um, Danny, what's his face, has a threesome with a very much naked Lindsay Lohan and and some other girl who I don't recognize. Um, but like that movie is about like murder, sex, drugs, drinking, and and you <laughs> so, know, and it's 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 and it's very and rape and and oh. and assault and all of these. Like it's a really aggressive movie. Sure. Um, and so yeah, it's just interesting. Like. It's interesting for two reasons. One, interesting if it is in fact loosely the same character. Mm-hmm. Um, but even if it's not, just interesting that you have someone with this flavor, right? So it's it's, it's kind of the it's kind of the um, the equivalent to if you had Quentin Tarantino, right? He's coming out. He's going to do a new film. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's uh, he's going to do his rendition. Um, and it, and you wouldn't even recognize it as a Quentin Tarantino film. Now, I mean maybe there's some <laughs> things about it. Maybe sure. he uses actors who he he typically uses in his other films and stuff. Okay. But it's 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 Quentin Tarantino, and you're gonna laugh, but it's I'm serious. Okay. It's Quentin okay. Tarantino presents like Garfield the cat. <laughs> it's just such a departure right. from yeah you know and and interesting because um, he would. Quentin Tarantino would probably deliver a kick-ass Garfield movie, sure. right? Just because he's Quentin Tarantino. So yeah. for Rodriguez to do like um, a, a kids franchise and kind of a campy, silly, over-the-top kids franchise to sure. boot, yeah, it's just it's interesting. But it's all it again. It's like you know, it's like if Spielberg came out tomorrow and said, "I'm going to do um, a, a Barney the dinosaur movie." <laughs> You better bet your ass that this is going to be the best friggin' Barney the Dinosaur movie that Hollywood <laughs> could possibly put out. Right. Yeah. And you're gonna feel things, and it's going to have epic moments. Mm-hmm. Um. And so yeah, it's just it's it's kind of one of those things that if you get if you get true proper talent, right. And you put them behind your project. Yep. What your project is becomes significantly less important.
1: Hmm. Interesting, Creator. because
0: the talent will shine through,
1: right? the The idea that the creators creating is is the more important aspect of what is being created, you know? Yeah, uh,
0: absolutely. Yeah, right. You could put me in charge of like, what's an incredible franchise? Lord, Lord of, the, of the, Rings. the Rings. Sure. Right, and and they could be they could be rebooting Lord of the Rings, sure. which. I know makes you cringe, but it will happen.
1: <laughs> it will happen. It's Heck, it's going to happen it eventually. It maybe should happen. It's been 20 years.
0: It's been a long time. Now we're getting the t- the Amazon TV show, which I assume you're just chomping at the friggin' bit for. Right. Do we have a
1: release um, date we, if we're just doing a side note here? Soon? Okay. I can soon. live with I can live with soon. I can. Soon. Um and it's it's
0: not directed by Peter Jackson, but is very Clearly, my understanding is is very much set in Peter Jackson's Middle Earth.
1: Okay, okay,
0: right. There would yep. there, be no moment where you're like, "Well, that's not what Gondor looks like." You <laughs> know? you'd be like, "Oh, oh my God, there's Gondor." Um, and so, but it's Gondor from like a thousand years ago, so maybe it, you know, right. it does look a little different. But um, right. so, anyways, uh, yeah. So, so. You know, say it's ten years from now, mm-hmm. and you have a property like Lord of the Rings, hmm. and you put me in charge of it. It doesn't matter that it's Lord of the Rings; mm-hmm. it's gonna be a shit pro Like I'm, I, I, <laughs> I, I can't make Lord of the Rings. Sure. Right. So it's 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 the same thing. It's it's it's. But yeah, it's 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 just crazy to see hmm. that. Right. It's like um. It's like, uh, it's the Russo brothers. The Russo brothers, who have, who are now known for doing Avengers: Infinity War and Endgame and all this stuff. Hmm. Put them in charge of a kids' movie. Put them in charge of of the next Smurfs movie. Right. It's probably going to be a freaking good Smurfs, <laughs> Smurfs movie because it's the right. Russo brothers. Right? right. So,
1: anyways, I think you raised some. There's a lot of things to break down of what you said. Uh, the first is. Completely agree. When you if you get just a bunch of talented, creative minds together, the product that will be made doesn't matter. The topic is is bound to be good. The second is according to Wikipedia, and it's vague, it could be out of date. It says the first eight episodes of this Lord of the Rings series is expected to premiere in 2021. So maybe this year, maybe. And the last, nice. th- the last thing I want to break down of what you've said, just because it's resonated in my mind ever since you mentioned it, is just the, you know, betting your bottom dollar that if Steven Spielberg makes a Barney rendition, that if Tom Hanks and Leonardo DiCaprio and John Williams were involved as they were in Catch Me If You Can, that would be my new favorite movie.
0: Right. Leonardo starring as everyone's big favorite purple dinosaur.
1: I don't even care. It could literally Leonardo could be the the chimney sweep number four, as yeah. long as these creative minds. I don't know, minds, I, I, I don't know
0: how familiar you are with Barney. I don't think there's <laughs> chimney sweeps.
1: <laughs> Listen, it's, uh, it's like I, it's, I get that it's
0: been a hot second since Barney was a thing, but think back, man.
1: <laughs> it's it's set this this rendition of Barney Barney will be set kind of in 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 london in uh, you know in the industrial revolution kind of ala the um mary poppins kind of picture that okay yeah
0: a proper mary poppins sequel
1: yeah <laughs> don't get me started
0: uh okay so uh, what do you think of this movie then Had it, technically almost being your first viewing
1: yeah i would count being your first much, proper viewing i i would i would label it as that you know I think we've come at it from two different point of views, right? So I think I'm literally watching it as an adult. So I never experienced it as a child. uh, As a child to say, hey, I I can envision myself being the hero. I can envision myself being these kids. I can envision myself relating to these adventures, to living them, to having fun with them. I literally just watched it as an adult, watched it as a film for the 90 minutes that it was. And, you know, I think this is I'm not being facetious I'm not even making this personal but you mentioned something about Amelie which is actually like I'm it's there was something you mentioned about Amelie that like resonated with me with this film is I think I was more into it for the first 10 minutes and just because I was watching it as an adult There were storylines or components of potential storylines that I think I was more intrigued with that this movie went away from or or just really didn't cover. And so for the first 10 minutes, I was really into it. Um, You know, I really loved this idea of this Baxter of agents falling in love and adjusting to family life. And I think I was maybe anticipating more and I think I would have liked more it had been more like a action comedy around this family and, you know, maybe they're being hunted at like PTA meetings and soccer practices and adjusting to spy life as a family and the kids kind of take something on. And I I think just having it ended up being more action centered around the kids. And I can definitely see why that was a hit with kids at the time. Uh, But just as an adult watching it now, I feel that they're unlike Shrek I feel like there wasn't enough as an adult for me to bite on and chew on that I think I had to be younger to really to really either have a nostalgic connection or just really kind of bite into what they were selling sure i think I think that's kind of what it comes down to. I think you could summarize it as I guess I watched it too late right <sighs> <laughs> you, you missed you missed your chance, and I mean, Part of me is, you know, it's called Spy Kids. So, I mean, it obviously can't be centered around the family or more centered around the parents. And I think, obviously, it's the the parents leave quite early on and it is centered around the kids. And I think that's the fundamental point of the show is to have a movie about kids for kids. And that kind of theme kind of comes throughout the film. And I just think, ultimately, I, I think I wanted a different film, which... sure someone could argue that's not fair to me because I should know what film I'm going into and I can't expect Lord of the Rings from Harry Potter or from James Bond you know yeah I have to go into with realistic expectations of what a, what a film is about but regardless when I watched those first 10 minutes I think that's where I wanted the film to go that's not where it went and just as a, as an adult watching it not with someone who has memories of it or who was the right age um, it, it, it was what it was to me right now did you watch this movie alone i didn't so this is where i'm gonna get into sorry i did watch it alone and this is where i'm gonna get into some hot water because i have a spouse who i don't know i've met i've met her (laughs) that was it was part of the trivia questions actually i was like do you think i have a spouse do Um, do you think i'm married or (laughs) you uh, you know or is this um,
0: child of mine, is someone going to come, am I am I going to have an unfortunate phone call at some point when I need to return this child?
1: Right. Um, no, I, my spouse definitely um, was familiar with this film. I think it was probably in the same realm as you, as far as um, maybe not got it from a cereal box or maybe didn't watch it as much, but definitely watched it as a child to some degree. Um, I haven't discussed ex- exactly, like, how much she had riding on this, and just due to ki- time constraints, we watched something else and not Spy Kids together, so uh, I'll be curious to ask her if she rewatches it, uh, if it holds up as a child, and how much she loved it as a child, so I haven't spilt the beans to her that I'm a heartless robot, and it didn't okay. Well, make me feel.
0: But I mean, either way, like, she's, she, uh, obviously she knows that you watched it without her, and that wasn't... You know, like Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Are are you are you able to comment on the comfortability of your couch or are you still sleeping in the bed? Like what's <laughs> she wasn't she wasn't like
1: she wasn't fuming and, and heartbroken and crushed that you like chose to watch it without her. Exactly. No, no, no. My my hip hasn't given out from sleeping on the floor. Right, okay. Well that's that's good. That's yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: cool. Yeah. Cool. Um so, what do did anything
1: stand out or something you do like about it? Uh, you know, i th- I think I kind of talked about what I said. I liked the family component, and I I, I think, I, like I sure. said, I would have liked to see more of it. And I thought it was just fun dynamics of the parents having this past that they've moved on from, and and I loved seeing a glimpse into it when they're like at their their desks, which are actually computer stations, and they're doing some side research but then they're also just talking about real life things like hey Billy really isn't get along with friends at school or you see the dad getting kind of bullied by another dad and you know i even the kids interactions with the parents who they eventually find out that the parents have like a alternate life and the kids have these abilities and i think i liked the just the dynamics that we saw in these characters and so i think that would be the main thing that my takeaway thing that i enjoyed but again, it's kind of a double-edged sword because I would have liked to see it more. So it's it's kind of a compliment, but kind of a critique.
0: Sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll tell you the things I like then.
1: Please. Um, no. Yeah. Uh,
0: the gadgets. The gadgets are a total blast. Whether we're talking about like, in some ways, this is this this delivered the gadget motherload to me that that most of the James Bond movies failed to. Um, whether it be the ring with the, her ring that shoots the laser out of it, um, or the acid crayon that melts the, the bars to the jail cell, or even just the little microscopic cameras, or the the um, the glasses with the, the the spectral readouts in them and stuff, like to me that was so much fun and fun as a kid to fantasize about, you know.
1: I, so I think two things I want to say to that is one, I'm definitely seeing where we, we had our James Bond series. So anyone who hasn't listened to check it out was a fun 26 episode ride, soon to be 27 COVID pending. Um, but regardless, I'm definitely seeing where that gadget, um, interest or gadget film Fetish. critique. I don't want to call it that, but that gadget uh, that gadget interest was uh, planted it for you, and I. You know what? I will. I will admit to you this. There were some things that didn't age well. Just in general, some of the CGI was a little uh, uh, at, at times. Yeah, a little bit. But I have to admit, I never thought of this. The gadgets were pretty solid, and they didn't age with twenty years. I mean, yes, there's you know early two thousands screens and whatnot. Look past it. The actual fun made up gadgets that were used by the characters were just they were fun they were realistic as far as like shooting lasers and looked cool and they held up so i I will give you that they they did hold up
0: screens seem to be the one thing tech wise that never age well in movies like i was watching yeah yeah yeah. recent, like in the last couple of months I, i watched all of the alien films and these are movies that are set like a thousand years in the past, and, and the tech reflects that, except for the fact that they're very clearly computer screens from the 80s. And you're like, <laughs> really, <laughs> this is everyone, like consistently across the board, you all just thought that that was the pinnacle of screen technology? <laughs> right. Like they're not even flat. They're
1: not even, uh. what? But, which which I have um, to say, we have to give a shout out to Minority Report because that was at least a cool um, 2002 film where at least the screens were kind of futuristic. And yes, they might be different, worse, better than what we've got today. But at least it was something kind of reimagined that kind of aged well in a film perspective. So that was something cool. Um, just speaking of computer screens and whatnot. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I like that. I like the, I like the
0: world that they've created. I like that there is that physics in this world. Just when someone's jumping or they're falling or they they take a hit, everything's a little bit cartoony. Like like physics are just slightly off. Not so off that it's like oh, okay, this is ridiculous. But like off just enough that it's it, it just adds sort of a uh a, a, a skimmed layer on the top of additional fantasy to it
1: Hmm. interesting okay
0: yeah uh and then fi- finally i i get a total blast out of um i get a total blast out of the, some of the humor in this movie um jokes that i i still find funny like uh when junie puts the glasses on and they're like they're they're in the safe house and they're learning all of this tech and it's a lot of fun and junie puts these glasses on and he looks at his sister carmen and he goes oh gross and she's like (laughs) what do you see and he's like you and i'm like oh it's so like it's just funny but the best line in this whole movie is, um, so the, yeah, the the guy, I can't remember his name, um, but the actor that plays like the main big bad guy. Not Floop, above him. Not Mr. Minion, above him. You know, the the power suit guy.
1: Yeah, Uh, not Alexander something. Yeah. I know know who you're referring to.
0: Yeah, so the character's name is is Mr. Lisp. And there's this amazing joke that I never got until watching it this time never got it as a kid so there's a moment where someone is addressing him towards the end and they say um something 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 mr lisp and he's like actually it's mr mr lisp and it's just and there was just this like subtle quick they don't make a big deal out of it and you're like she said mr lisp with a lisp and then he corrected her because it's not actually said with a lisp. But to me, that was just like, I don't know why. That was comedy gold. It was comedy gold because they didn't try to hit you over the head with it. Hmm. They just put it in there, and if you were smart enough to catch it, you caught it. And and right. if you didn't catch it, you moved on. Right? You you weren't aware that you missed anything.
1: Right. Well, not Yeah, they didn't hit you over the head with it. It's more you have to pick it up on your own, and if you do, you'll you'll kind of catch it
0: yeah 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 so stuff like that stuff like um devlin who's played by george clooney taking the black bar off of his eyes on the video screen and cleaning it off and putting it back on
1: i have to admit that was that was pretty good
0: yeah just little subtle touches like that 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 made it made it a lot of fun for me so
1: cool yeah cool do you have anything else not really i mean i think it just ultimately comes down to i i watched it as an adult i didn't watch it as a child so the things that uh i think could have appealed to me in the past just didn't because of when i watched it you know i, I was watching these thumb robot guys and I, you know things like that i just i was like okay i i'm not really here for this or uh the one thing i will say is i was originally critiquing the villain being a little shallow but it was kind of fun how they had him come around a little bit, and um, they, it wasn't like a completely rich character by any means. But it was something kind of fun that they kind of kind of swapped out who the villain was a little partway through. So uh, I'll give it. Sure. I'll give it that. I'll give it that. Yeah. Cool. Uh. But yeah, that, that's all. got. Uh, so zero to ten. Okay. So there's the zero to ten. I'm a little. You have to prom- make a promise to me. Miss I
0: do I will do no such
1: thing. Okay. The promise is you can't delete me as a friend on Facebook. Okay. I I I won't
0: I will neither add nor delete you as a friend on Facebook.
1: (laughs) I gave this a three point three out of ten. Oof. I feel that. Yeah. So for those that are not familiar with my my rating score That means it falls into the category of, I guess I would watch it if I was at the cottage and there was no Wi-Fi and it was raining out. That's brutal. It is a little brutal. Um, On Marshall's scale, I think I gave it a three. I could maybe go to a four, but probably a three. So kind of both scales kind of gave it a similar score. Uh, I think it's time you stop
0: speaking for Marshall, because because yeah, maybe yeah. Marshall really enjoys this film. Hey, he did
1: vote for it, so yeah. He, See, so he, there you go. He probably gave it a better score. What did cool. What did you give it out of ten?
0: Uh, I give it a seven. I think you yeah, know okay. it's... for what it is. You you have to watch it for what it is, and you have to you have to rate it for what it is. Sure. Uh, and I think for me, for what it is, it's it's fun. It's lighthearted, you know, and, and yeah, for what it is, I think it's got, it's got great execution.
1: Cool. No, that's fair. Yeah. And even, even though I gave it a low score, there were things that you mentioned throughout that I'm like, oh, okay, that's fair. It did do this. It did do that. So, you know, from an intellectual perspective, I can meet you and say, hey, wasn't for me, but I definitely see where you're coming from. Cool. Um, so,
0: I need to ask you a question that I don't want to ask you. (laughs) Okay. I'd rather not be the one to ask it to you. Oh. But I've been given no choice.
1: (laughs) What did you watch this week, Pete? What did I watch this week? I think it was down to one film. Um... I, my memory is not what it used to be, son. Um, I I I mentioned watching the sequel to Mary Poppins to you. I, I I did, didn't I? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. All right. Uh, since then I've uh, I've watched, yeah, just the one film. I watched the next film in the Lord of the Rings children. I watched the Two Towers. I watched it in four K, and oh man. Is it sharp? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's uh it's been a while since I've watched this film, so just watching it just in general has been a treat. Uh but there's definitely been a couple scenes where uh, and I've given just for the record, I've given this the film uh, the the best pedestal to be watched on. I have the lighting proper. I I've given, you know, turned the phone ringer off. Um so I've, I've watched it and it's been enjoyable and there's been a couple scenes with the 4K that just, when we were done, I re-watched because they're some of my favorite films. Two Towers was on the top of my top 10 films list. So there were a couple scenes that I re-watched to watch in 4K that I was like, ooh, just gotta just gotta soak that in. So that is the only thing I watched sure. this week, but I think it definitely counts for more than one just in the scorebook because of its length and because it's a baller film. So. Yeah,
0: and um, yeah, in the 4K version of Two Towers, if you look really <laughs> closely, uh, it's actually crisp enough that you can see the box that Gimli would have stood on had Legolas <laughs> gone and, and fetched it. It's there. So he wasn't, I mean, Legolas wasn't just being a dick. It is. It was available.
1: <laughs> wow, you know, wow, that is something. I really, I'm yeah, going to have check. to watch... I'm going to go back and check. I believe you a thousand percent. And, yeah, you know, it's a, it's a banana box. You know, it's been 19 years since that film came out. I think it's done us a disservice not having it in 4K to see that. So it's it's about dang time is all I can say.
0: I mean, well, just now it makes sense from a continuity.
1: Like, that's, I feel well, like that was the final plot hole <laughs> and you know all this time i thought legless was just a jackass but now we realize he yeah, well, was, no he is he is, wasn't. He is well, but that th- this scene isn't a it's not an example of it that's not why but there it wasn't for that scene yeah yeah okay oh yeah uh what what did you watch this week um i
0: watched one film Can- oh twice oh, oh you a film the, that i told yeah, you last week right that i was fairly certain was going to be a recommendation for you
1: right, right 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 i forgot all about this um all the teasers that you dropped for this yeah i'm i'm curious again and i watched it okay and then i watched it again so you watched it twice twice okay and sorry just lay it down like you watched it and you watched it again, or like, did you watch it again because someone else was like, "Oh, you know, I need to watch it with you." Like, just give me some context why you watched it again. Because uh, I wanted to see it again. It, so it was just that, okay, wow.
0: And so I am recommending to you, ten, which is something which is something we don't do very often anymore.
1: No, no, um, no, no. I no, think no. the
0: last time I did it was Invisible Man.
1: There's, there's to be to be detail oriented or um, to be legalistic about this or litigious. There's like about two that are on the back burner that I do intend on watching someday. One is there's like Green an apocalypse Land. movie with yeah. um, Gerard Butler, and then yeah, there's another one that was um, it's kind of like a indie movie, and I'll have to go back into the details of what it was. Yeah, it I don't was, remember this one. I'll have to look that one up. But regardless. Okay. You're right. We don't do this weekly only by exception, only when we feel just motivated that we have to recommend this. So this is one of those films, obviously. It is.
0: Written and produced by the same person who did the John Wick films and it shows. Huh. For just fun, senseless, gratuitous, over-the-top violence and fighting and action and whatever. Hmm the 2021 film okay nobody hmm and that's it that's all I'm going to tell you no that's not all I'm going to tell you okay. i will tell you that oh. and this is this is this isn't is this a spoiler this isn't a spoiler if you watch this film okay you will see a shotgun wielding christopher lloyd <laughs> just plowing people down, <laughs> which is something you didn't know you needed until you see it. And then you're like, Oh, I needed that
1: though, which if I'm correct, and I, I'm going on a limb on this cause I haven't seen it. I believe in the four K anniversary box set of back to the future. There is a deleted scene of Christopher Lloyd doing just that, but I, am i right yeah but because it wasn't part of the theatrical you can't count it right okay okay yeah yeah but good for you that's some good back to the future trivia there (laughs) that's good that's good (laughs) that's wow nobody okay i'll put it on the list that is interesting you watched it twice Uh, twice wow twice okay yeah okay yeah It's, it's 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 pretty good little
0: weak From the story standpoint, but it's just its not the point of the film. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So. Cool. uh, Before I ask you to wrap it up, can I do a little bit of shameless self-promotion? Do it. Do it. I have launched a fifth, sixth YouTube channel. I've launched (laughs) another YouTube channel. Right. Uh, And it's a gaming channel. So if that's something you think you would enjoy, just, you know seeing me, watching me play video games and do some pretty funny, over-the-top, um, witty commentary, <laughs> uh, then check out the link below. I am currently, I've been ramping things up. Um, currently right now, Monday to Friday, five days a week, I release two half-hour videos every day. Dang. Um, it's, it's, that's a thing, man. Whoo! Whew so um yeah so go over check it out um link is in the description down below here please subscribe just do it (laughs) don't be don't don't be like that don't be a karen
1: just subscribe
0: perfect okay wrap it up sir
1: cool well uh everyone like follow subscribe our various on our various social media pages below facebook instagram twitter you know what to do please rate and review us positively wherever you're listening to us Um, If you're feeling so inclined, check out our Patreon page, our merchandise page. It's where you can uh, go help us support the show, keep the lights on, and help us grow. And it's also a way for us to throw some perks back at you. Um, While we're talking about Patreon, uh, we are doing a current giveaway where if you are an existing patron, or you sign up to be a patron, or if you send us a voice or audio clip of Asking us what we watched that week and you telling us what your name is and where you're from You can be entered to win one of three ten dollar gift cards Um, technically they're itunes gift cards, but listen if itunes isn't your jam and you win you just let us know We'll give it we'll swap it out for like ten dollars to starbucks or mcdonald's or whatever Ten dollar gift card you'd like don't let the itunes be the hiccup for entering um, but yeah, we do. We like giving these giveaways for um, our Patreon supporters, and those are the the ways you can enter. So check it out. Wow,
0: yeah. Give us an example. What what would it sound like if I sent in a. a- Okay. What you okay. watched this
1: week yeah. thing. Okay. So you'd either just record it on your phone And email it to us Or if you just go to Facebook Messenger And message the, face, the Movie Man podcast And you'd hit the record button And send an audio clip You'd say hi My name's Steve I'm calling from The Northwest Territories uh, This week I watched Cats It sucked What did you guys watch this week? It's that simple. It is that simple.
0: Well, count me in. I'll do it next week. Okay. Uh, all right. All right. Okay. All right. Actually, I should do that. I should like pre-record it. Like I like it's not me. Okay. <laughs> do it. Hi, my name is Brian. <laughs> I'm from uh, I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> What did you watch this week? I watched the Human Centipede.
1: Oh, jeez! Oh, that...
0: And uh, I thought it was really interesting, and has maybe, maybe led to me reconsidering what I'm taking post-secondary school for. <laughs> I might, wa- I, I might want to get into medicine. Dear God! What did you guys watch this
1: week? That might be an example of someone entering a contest that we automatically disqualify but don't let that stop you or contact the
0: authorities uh, yeah that too yeah if you send that in and then you go to jail <laughs> uh, when you get out of jail I just want you to know that I was against reporting you but Pete said that it was the thing to do <laughs>